This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BCPOD to save $5 off your first purchase. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. What's up, you ugly, yellow, no-good keisters? Get off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. Yeah, from, from Home Alone. Yeah, Christmas movie. I watch Home Alone every Christmas with my family and eat Chinese food. That's my uh, tradition that we do on Christmas Eve. So, well, I don't know what yours are, but that's what we do. I hope you guys are having a great Christmas. As I said before, we're doing everything we can to not take no time off. A lot of podcasts wind down and rebroadcast or take time off. We're doing everything we can to just keep on rolling. We've recorded some more shows today. And you know why? Because we like it. We enjoy it. This podcast is very fun. And we love it. And so thank you guys for loving it too. You can support us by shopping at Amazon and clicking through our link at jabberjawmedia.com. Go to the Bad Christian Show and then click the Amazon link. Shop through there and we'll get some money for that. Thank you for everybody that joined the Bad Christian Club this year. It's been amazing. We really enjoy that. Facebook group and all the other stuff we do with you guys. And thank you to everybody for supporting our sponsors all year this year. It's been great. We've had new sponsors come on and sign up for the whole year next year. So things are going great. I just can't thank you enough. If you didn't get our Christmas EP, that's a thank you. Go get it for free. Go to badchristian.com slash Emory Christmas. It's eight songs from Emory. You know, a little Merry Christmas thing there. So grab that if you haven't got it yet. It'll be gone in a couple of days. Got our buddy Logan on the show today. He's always fun. He's going to come on in a little while and, and just say what's up and do a check-in with him. All right. Keep a change, you filthy animals. Three, two, one. Hit it. So this is Christmas, and what have you done, you selfish, sick sons of bitches? Whoa, now. It's the Bad Christian Podcast. That's too early Joey's, for a customer. Joey, Pastor Joey, Joey started with filth. Wonderful time, Joey. That's of too. The year. That's too easy. Too early in the when show for three a- brothers in Christ are gathered. You know the Lord's in their midst. <laughs> <laughs> BCP and my boy is peed at JMS because a brother's gonna put a chicken wing Let on the boy's floor. Please stop talking like a, a youth, youth pastor voice. Youth pastor oh boy. yeah, I forgot. You're the only one that gets to talk like that. I'm not talking like that. I'm talking like a human. And a, a human that loves other people is trying to better the world. It's weird that you don't <laughs> not, love other people. Not like pastors or youth pastors. I have, my wife made me some wings, Matt. They were mm-hmm. good. I, I know, they're really good. My wife's a great cook. <laughs> made me some wings. I'm doing the low carb thing. I see, have one wing left. I'm like, I can eat it. And I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe my friend Joey wants a my wing. That Joey. is nice. Joey, would you like a wing? What'd you say? I said, I just reached out. You didn't even say anything. You just reached his <laughs> He hand just out. accepted the wing. I just saw his gross, fat, <laughs> steak fry fingers, steak greasy. Fry. Toby used to your call fingers him, do look like steak fry. Toby used to call them my ET fingers. <laughs> he eats the wing. I, I'm talking to you, Matt. I turn around. Joey goes, mm, "That was good." There's just a bone left, mm-hmm. and he lays it on the ground. Matt, these floors are disgusting. No, they're not disgusting. They're garage I, carpet. You can't it, tell me this is. There disgusting. is no such thing as garage carpet. This is carpet, <laughs> and I swept it and cleaned it today. Well, I apologize. I didn't realize you valued this, your outside camper is my, carpet. Is my studio. It's I'm my sorry. place. I'm apologizing. I didn't ne- know it meant that much to you. Next time you are doing response time at church, I'm going to sprinkle bread and wine on the ground that I'm not going to finish. That's not my house. Crumbs. That's not not my house. It's the Lord's house, so it's your house. <laughs> it's a movie theater. <laughs> no, okay. I'm going to do that. And also, next time I come to your house, I'm taking a shit on the floor. <laughs> I'm pissing on your couch right now. Because it's not, I mean, it's not, you take a shit on his floor, it's not like, and it looks like he hadn't vacuumed in over a week. Yeah, and he's changing those floors. Yeah. Y'all are re- remodeling your house, so I can take a dump on your floor. <laughs> You're not going to have it anymore. <laughs> well, guys, I've received, you know, which happens from time to time when, you, when you're as accurate in assessing the world and making predictions as I am. From, okay. some, from time to time, you get literally vindicated as I Matt, am. Matt, we're your close friends. You can brag with us. Go ahead. I'm not even bragging here, dude. I got I, This is documented. And, and I've, I appreciate everybody sending me the notes to let me know it. But there's, of course, my divorce insurance idea is now a reality. That was going to be in my news. Well, it's bigger than news. The news story is I'm a genius. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, no. Here's what news. No, you're not a genius because this business only started less than six months ago, and it's in Seattle, meaning 
you're a dumbass that got the good idea ripped off. No, I know, but I, no, I, said it, I said it on there, and I said it on this podcast that somebody should do it and go ahead. I don't have the time. I don't want to invest in it. I'm not going to do it. I actually believe it was a real idea that I could have done, and obviously it's a real thing. It's funny that it's in Seattle. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody didn't get the idea from me. I've been saying it for a, a long time. I don't really think so because it takes longer than something like that to set up, but it's called Swan Love. It's based in yep. Seattle and they give people money. They apply for it. Couples apply for it. If they get if they get approved, then they give them money and they get to use the money for the wedding to start their life together and they never have to pay it back unless they get divorced and then they owe it back <laughs> with interest, which is exactly what I said. Um, they offer, offer marital counseling. They're a pro-marriage thing. They, I mean, that it doesn't seem to be a swindle kind of thing at all. Like I'm saying, it's for people. It's a resource for people to get married. And sure enough, there's the, the amounts that people are asking for on there that are talking about is the exact amount I said, $10,000. $10,000. Oh, $10,000. idea ripped off. Yeah, maybe so, but I'm glad. I don't care. Good for them. I'm telling you, this is a good idea, and we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, this there's is not a part, exactly there's not a part of the thing that's that a little bit like, uh, I should have done it. No, not at all. I mean, I don't, it's just, you know, I'm happy doing the things that I do. I'd love to have good ideas and do them, and I want other people to do it. And I really, I'm not trying to be broad or sound whatever, but I think it's great to share good ideas and just let people do with them. The other one was the one where I said that you should have a programmable sign in the back of your window that you push a button and LED lights up. They're customizable to let the driver know behind oh, you. Exactly. Out, Bubba. Yeah. That is out. So I said that one on he, on the show and it came to fruition as well. And I'd say good for them. And if they got the idea for me, that's good for me too. That just means, you know, I'm on the right track with stuff and that's just, it's validating. So I don't need any, any money for it or anything. Like I'm going to give you props for the, the marriage insurance, but the the second idea, I think everybody and their grandma has thought about that. That's not unique at all. You're talking about like just messaging someone from your rear view window, like giving them the bird or saying, hey, I'm... Yeah, it's just the LED sign. I described it and then somebody sent me a picture of it later of it. You know, somebody had made it in that amount of time. But anyway... Y'all check it out. Y'all know we got a lot of young married people getting married people here. See if you could apply for Swan Love. Let's see how it works out. Yeah, Would y'all have done that? Wouldn't you have done that? Wouldn't you have taken $10,000 if somebody yes. said, all in you got to do heartbeat. is... Yeah, you take it. In a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, what if that... They're they're screwed if people don't get divorced, but I guess people will get divorced. Yeah, That's they the will. Thing. Yeah, they Like $10,000 plus interest... Even if it wound up being twenty thousand dollars, would not prevent somebody from getting divorced. You see, right? Because when you get divorced, you lose. Oh my gosh! It's your different stage in life. The lawyers take their fees. You lose your house, or you pay alimony. That's as much as your. I mean, money. You know, you're wiped. It's, it's, it's no different than bankruptcy, or or either you have the money or you go bankrupt or it just mess. I mean, it's terrible financially when you get divorced and already. So the finance financial. Ruin is not something that keeps people from divorce at all. So this won't keep them from getting divorced whatsoever. It'll simply right. reward people that stay together. It's just yeah. so funny that it's a six-month-old startup and it's based in Seattle. Like I really do think this is your idea. Somebody <laughs> did. I keep. I'm trying no, to look no, all over line. No, that, good like, ideas are like it. that. No, like, it'd sorry. be awesome if it was like John Dunn creator yeah. of it. like there's somebody you know what i mean like a friend of ours <laughs> it doesn't matter but it's it, just somebody in the bc club. but good ideas and, and stuff are out i mean you know ideas are are out there people have the same ones all the time there's a oh, sure. there's 300 million people that, that have the same input that see the same facebook stuff and know the same social statistics as i do people are bound to have the same right. ideas i mean musically and and everything that way so you know but anyway, good for me. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm really proud of you. It's really cool. It only says the CEO of Swan Love. Now, here's the thing that would be the just the greatest thing of all. What if, like, two or three years from now, we find out it was me? It was me. It is me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, all things kind of point to it being you. Right. And you're just not telling us. Like, you're kind of cutting me and Joey out. We helped you develop this idea. I feel like I'm partial owner of this already. <laughs> and like, uh, it's really strange. Hey, I've looked all over Matt, the internet. Matt's advertising it right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for sending me this news articles about it. <laughs> and if anybody's going to come up with a dumbass name like Swan Love, Matt Carter <laughs> would have came up with that name. I kind of believe it's you, and you've been lying to us. All right. Well, we'll find out. Hey, Toby, listen to this. Uh, you, you get credit for a new BC Club member, Matt. I've... I have not told y'all this. I wanted to save this for the podcast, but we get a new sign up and Taylor, the guy that does our BC club, uh, him and Ann, 
he emails he says well you got to give toby uh full credit for this new bc club member his first name is s u h k suck yeah and his last name is my dick <laughs> <laughs> he signed up as suck my dick because <laughs> you can sign up any has any way you want to so he, huh that's yeah. any name. Yeah, so yeah. we have a club member called Suck That is awesome. <laughs> it just, I mean, you know, Matt's idea is, you know, starting to spread my ideas, <laughs> like suck my dick. I, I mean, I'm just proud. <laughs> We're really having an impact in the world. <laughs> just the impact I'm having on people and the lives that are being changed. Matt's, you know, divorce insurance that really screws people they get divorced. My name that I have come up with, this is awesome. Well, can I tell y'all something that's going on? Well, I don't have to tell. I, I just, I, I'm forgetting. Sometimes we talk about a little order that we want to go in. I, I'm, I'm, go for it, Joey. Am I, cut, am I cutting in line? No, you're here? right just on time. Go for, go it, for it. it. Okay. Hey, so a lot of you know that, uh, actually millions of you know that I'm doing a new podcast. Thanks for the downloads. We're definitely hitting like 2.3 million each episode. It's the biggest episode. I mean, it's just huge podcast. Anyway, our latest episode is basically the question is all uh entertainment up for grabs for christians so in other words can we listen to anything watch anything play any video video game like is there anything morally wrong for us to consume and we had a guy on there that i actually really enjoyed really just enjoyed him as a person get, getting to know him and everything and in the middle of the episode so this this is the episode that uh is is the most recent one right now Middle of the episode, he says, yeah, I'm actually really uncomfortable right now. The words that's being said, uh, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the lyrics that you just read and all that stuff. And I was like, golly, okay, well, he's, uh, you know, feels uncomfortable. I get an email from him later basically saying that he is, quote, I really struggled with being on the podcast and having my name attached to it. I've sought counsel from my elders. And he asked, and he asked us, he asked us to please not air the episode. And then he, you know, I'll just give you bits and pieces. The foul language, subject matter, is a powerful stumbling block to many Christians. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful. Right. Now, just just the context. There is not a lot of cussing on this podcast, as far as just cutting up and saying cuss words. The whole point of this episode was talking about movies with a lot of filthy language, and so I was reading things that were actually said in movies and songs and well, all that and the stuff. point of the podcast was is this even like is to discuss okay, if like, that's all right or not right yeah. right like, how, like what, so what is this so about? in other words is there is there any reason that a christian can go see wolf on wall street right. and i made the argument of t- may, you know in most circumstances but pretty much me jared and our friend ryan we are all like it everything is subjective even something like wolf on wall street because an asexual christian may show up and say this is an unbelievable work of art and i'm not turned on by anything uh so anyway this uh, i'll read this and uh see what you guys think he says my greatest concern is this and you may totally disagree what do you hope to gain out of that podcast more freedom for christians to sin and be okay with exposing themselves to the things of this world I had never heard the rap lyrics you gave or some of the movie lines. And I think that you actually saying the cuss words out loud as a pastor is very concerning. I just wonder what benefit is it going to have to your listeners? I respect you as a brother in Christ, and I pray you have elders at your church who are holding you accountable. I just have one question. Do your church people listen to this podcast? And will you personally get pushback for the language you use? Not trying to be legalistic. But what a, is he trying to be? But as an older brother in Christ and a local pastor myself, I see the high calling of Hebrews thirteen seventeen of having to stand one day and account for how I watched over the souls of those entrusted. By quoting me. them to them DMX lyrics. That's yes. what specifically yes. you're talking about so, here. That kind of right. thing. So, now, I, you know, I'm not going to read any of the stuff that I sent him because the that's what I just read is from two emails. But the biggest question I had for him is if you were offered a chance to go on Oprah Winfrey, who I'm sure you believe is not a Christian, probably promoting a new age agenda or something, you wouldn't go on there. Like, would you seriously say, yeah, I can't be a part of this? Oh, but but she wants you to talk about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Even if you had the opportunity on that show or whatever media outlet it is to make your point, which this guy had actually good points. Like his points, it's not that he's wrong. It's not that, oh, he's so stupid he should like cuss words more. That's not that's not at all. What you did was have him on, have a genuine discourse where he made some kick-ass points about maybe why you were over the line. Not you, not that episode, but things Uh, that we might think is okay maybe isn't 
okay. And that's and that's why I had him on there because right. I thought he would bring up valid arguments right. to the contrary and, of what and I was And he did, and then still hoped that that thing got deleted and all the files got eliminated so that nobody might hear you quote a DMX lyric out loud. Right. Right, which that I, was his ultimate decision to not even have more people listen to him or win people to his point of view or cause more people to say, you know what, I shouldn't listen to DMX anymore. Right. So, so what? What kind of Christian? So he said the people, and, and I'll state for the record, I still like the guy. I think he's very nice. Like I, I don't want this to come across as us slamming this guy. Now we all vehemently disagree with his posture as as far as not wanting to be on it, and, and so. We did do a voice filter. We bleeped out his name as best we could. The first name did come out, though. Everybody heard it once. We missed it. His first name's Sean, but hey, there's a bunch of Sean <laughs> pastors all over the place. Anyway, it's like, uh, would, would people at his church really say, how dare yes. you speak yes, they would. for us on that filthy podcast? No, sure. no, not all that. Of you, all, of your point, all of your points were great. We loved everything But how could you, you go say, on there, man? But on that podcast? Yeah, they wouldn't like it. You know, I'm not, first of all, they wouldn't hear it unless he told them I was, uh, they were on it because they, they wouldn't. And if, they, if people that did hear it, uh, if, if it was brought to his leader's attention or people under him, more like, not his leaders most likely, they would have had a problem with it. They would have said, you shouldn't yeah. be on that. Like, I mean, that's it's shocking to people to hear you know, those words and that stuff in any context. But it's, to me, totally still about image management. Like, what would my Christian followers think of me if they heard me, you know, just it's just all about personal discomfort and image management kind of thing. I don't think it's really the best point of view on uh, actually making a difference or a change or or, right. or having a discourse about a subject. I totally agree. I don't want to call the guy a liar, but the thing he cares about most is people heard him around cussing. And what does that mean about their past? And he didn't right. do it. And, and, and let me ask you another question. I am just so damn tired <laughs> of, of people telling me who has ever, ever gotten hurt or anything close to bad from hearing cussing even if you heard a cuss word and you started using it only that's the only word you use you only said the word shit for the rest of your life because you heard it it's still nothing bad has happened you like mean the, someone the way just they, goes the, around saying shit, uh, shit uh, yeah shit, yeah that's all shit. they can say like they heard it and they're just like yeah shit, 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 but, shit, shit. yeah how is it a stumbling block for instance what does that mean shit. what is the stumbling block you, <laughs> right. you just go oh i don't want that guy sometimes when i say the word fuck i'm like oh, i wish i wouldn't have said that but that's that's me so I get to make that decision and go, I choose this. But I wouldn't, what in the, it's still like actually hearing myself say the word. I was like, ah, maybe I, that word just sounds harsh or what? not that I'm even going to stop saying it. But my point would be, it still didn't hurt anybody. It didn't lead anybody to become addicted to heroin. You don't all of a sudden, I mean, if you're going to do the, it's just the dumbest thing in the whole world. The only thing that matters is people heard you say it right. and they can say you're bad. No, you're not bad. I don't care what anybody says. There's tons of people out there that don't cuss that are way shittier than me. Just way shittier. They just are, and that and, and they can't even get past that stuff because they're focused on these dumbass words that don't mean anything unless you say they do. Don't I just hate that? Like it's not. That's what I'm saying. Right, that is a lie. That. that is not true. That's just a higher than thou attitude that says, "Hey, Christians are supposed to be above reproach." You know what? They're not. They might not be cussing, but they're doing a ton of other things that are honestly probably way worse for their life. Now, does he make valid points if cussing is indeed a sin? Like, if it was a sin, that would be a stumbling block, right? Because a pastor's on there saying If it's words. a sin, just like your, your article you wrote, then, oh, heck, right. or, oh, geez, right. those are sins too. Yeah. So if that's the well, case, the I'm okay, I'm okay, but any slang would be a sin then. Any curse, oh, man, dang it, or whatever, that, that's it. Then they all have to be, get rid of all of them, and we can only use correct proper words and that's yep. it and that's just dumb but the point of it being that even if it is a sin he didn't do it right he just was heard yeah. speaking right. after somebody who <laughs> quoted <Yep>. it <laughs> right. you know which could have been a, if if we're that wrong what an opportunity to lead the, right. the lost oh, yeah. to the so lord joe, but instead he says delete it no. right right like that's what i thought i was like man if and i and i told him this in an email i was like man if 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 you're right and my brother and i are wrong like you just did a really great thing by not only lovingly telling us the truth, but then all of our listeners got to hear the truth as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's so nice. the idea is even if you had something good embedded in something as vile as Joey's podcast, it would still be y'all would have still agree it'd be better to for that to be heard by people, right? Right. Even yeah. if he's right. Yeah. So basically, now what I'm going to do is do a bunch of ha hacking 
and um, see if I can get like some gospel presentations, uh, you know, to pop up in like minute 17 of porn films. <laughs> <laughs> then it's okay to watch them, right? <laughs> I, I tell you, man, it, it, it's Christianity. It, really, there are times in like a week where Christianity literally makes me think I can't do this. I can't be a part of this group. I just can't be a part of this group because there is no leeway for the the majority. Like it's just it this is what Christianity is and you better do it or you are wrong and I'm like no. God is bigger than that. Yeah. Like I, I believe in Jesus that he changes you, that he works in your life, that he can do all these things, that he can make you want to care about people and want to do these things. But at the same time you are a human, and just I just can't believe we can't treat people like humans. Like it's just insane to me. It's the number one, like some of the people like this. It's the number one thing that pushes people away. Like they're talking about winning souls for Christ only if you join the club their way, right? Yeah. And then and then act their way. Like it's just insane. Well, it's just I mean, like, it's just surface management of stuff that doesn't really like you could spend all your time on really broad categorical stuff. Like, is this general thing detached from humans and situations okay, or is it not okay? And this, I mean, it, that's all that humans are looking to do. It seems like is make super broad categories and find out is this okay? Is that okay? Are these people right? Is those people right? And you essentially wind up spending all your time in that surface stuff and not ever dealing with individuals and people and depth and real stuff that's going a sin in a person's life, which completely transcends a category of sin. A sin in Joey's life transcends the category of behavior of use of speech. Totally. One of those is not important. One of them is important, and it's the obviously the one that the sin that is in his life that's having consequences and spiritual effects. That is what people should think about, deal with, talk about, not the general category that may or may not apply to an individual in a specific situation and needing a category. And then we spend time debating and arguing over that. And I hope that's not even what we're doing right now. It's just like the PC police. It's the same thing. Like, okay. Uh oh, a hand and fingers were used to masturbate with. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, might you better not say hands and fingers anymore. <laughs> Don't say. Th- I mean, I'm not going to say that because you know you what? Know what? If somebody thinks about the hands and fingers. They might masturbate, or they might put their hand and fingers around somebody's neck and kill them. Or they it's might put their hands and fingers around a cigarette. Yeah, hey, that's what it it's is. It's similar it's to that. Well, I mean, you, you bring up a point saying the PC thing. It's you know that the legalism and Christianity and that surfacey stuff is really related and uh, it's destructive, right? Like you're saying, yeah. we don't want to do this stuff, and so we'll stop it, and that'll help people. But it actually is destructive. We believe it's destructive, and so the parallel to the PC thing. I don't know if you guys follow the news and stuff like that. Of course, you're aware of the general PC movement and how it's getting on college campuses. And man, I am the news. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. On on the other, like the shitty liberal news outlets and stuff, the other kind, you know, and oh, the real conservative ones. All those, all those other kinds, everything else. But you know, the you know the PC stuff about what you can say and what you can't say, and on college campuses is really seeming to be more and more a problem. And uh, and people really like it, but I find it actually destructive. I'll give you an example. And you can help me out with this a little bit. People like to feel good about their pronouncement and where they're at. That's what PC is about. That's what legalism is about. It's about feeling good about where you're at. Somebody on Facebook, a friend of mine, put up a post and said, guys, can we just all agree? If you're friends with me, if you're anybody in the world, certainly we can all agree that there is never a time in any way where anybody should ever use the R word. I suppose that's retard. That's retard. That's retarded. Whatever it is. Okay. Maybe they said, I don't know what they said, right. but it was something along that lines. And then comment section was right on, of course, or only douchebags. And, you know, it was just a bunch of people agreeing with that person and saying anybody that would say, use that word, is this, that, or whatever. And to me, I do not agree with, with that. Um, not that I necessarily think that word is great to use and depends on how you use it, but right. I'm sure I say it if I'm not thinking about it, tell you the truth. I'm probably said it on the podcast. I don't remember, but. I use maybe use that word from time to time, and it may or may not be a good idea, but I wrote, I thought about it for a minute because I really didn't like just the way that comment section felt. I was like, I don't want to argue with anybody or say, I say retard. I didn't want to leave that as a comment, right. but I kind of was curious to it. So I wrote in there, I said, well, how do you guys differentiate between the word retard and the word in quotes and the word moron, uh, which was you know used in the 1900s in the 20th century was used right. as a medical term to denote someone who had the mental capacity of a 8 to 12-year-old moron. So how do you differentiate yeah. between that and retard? And that's all I left in the comment. But to me, the point of that is 
we use the word retarded medically. I'm sure people were saying that in the 80s, right? When we were working with special needs kids at your school, at, at Toby. The, right. I think people would say officially they were retarded in the 70s and 80s. And then now right. we put that, we don't use that medically anymore. We say another term, disabled or mentally handicapped or challenged or whatever it is. And so that word's just more recent than moron. But nobody has a problem with moron. Right. So it's kind of interesting of is that okay or not? Or how do you differentiate? So I left that comment in the thing. And it was crickets, no, just no response, you know. So nobody challenged me back on. Nobody said anything. And I wasn't trying to advocate that you should say that word or be mean to people with it and well, less than people. But in that, I just think it's a reasonable question because the point is we've weaponized the word by calling it the R word and saying it can never be totally. said. It's a word. I mean, you can't do that to everything. You can't do that to moron, idiot, dumb. Oh, dumb! A person who doesn't talk because they're deaf. deaf and dumb, okay, right? okay. Well, that's ter- so that's you can't call so somebody dumb or lame or any of those things. So we've we-, we actually have made the R word destructive, and we've weaponized it from being yeah. PC. Well, man, I I kind of even agree with you, and I want to be careful how I say what I'm going to say. But I saw a lot of people come out against black rappers that use the N word. Sure, that's another like one. Saying, don't say it. Don't do this. They were talking to like Jay Z, a bunch of black rappers. But honestly, when you do that, you're right. You weaponize the word and you make it more powerful and evil. Right. Like you're actually giving it power. Like when I think about listening to rap when I was a kid, when black rappers used that word, it was a part of the culture. Yeah. Took the power away from it. Definitely. The way I always heard it was friends. Hey, you are, you know, you, you're my friend. You're my, you know, N word. That's the way I, I heard it. So I never thought of it like the way my great, great grandparents did. I, I thought they were taking the Not name your back. Great, great grandparents. Maybe, <laughs> maybe your grandparents, maybe your parents, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe you're right. But, but anyway, yeah, I, I agree mean, with you, South, but I'm saying right. I am resentful of the fact that, that, that you have to say, and that I don't feel comfortable saying the word that I I really actually feel like I need to say the N word and not utter the word. Well, that kind of irritates me because I'm not using it badly. I'm speaking a word and that's now off limits, like it's sectioned off. That's a word that's not you can't even utter the word. That's a weird. That's just weird that you can't. And you, I could, I could say the word right now in in the right context and get away with right. it, but I don't even want to because it's just not yeah, even. Worth I don't it. want to either. And and honestly, that I get but that, it. that there, frustrates there me that, that I that, you know. Well, there are words that I don't use and I'm not going to use because I know that it could be offensive to somebody. So I want to be aware that I understand that words do have power. I'm not saying that, but I do kind of agree. The PC side gives it this unbelievable power to where it's a word that can't be said. And as everybody knows, when you do something like that to anything, then that's what people go right. to. It, it makes, you know what it, I mean? They, yeah. they, they, you put it in the hands of the, a white supremacist or a mean person, or you right. put it in the back of the mind of somebody who's maybe borderline that then gets in a fight with a black person. And now that word's on the tip of their tongue is the worst thing you can say. Even going back to the R word too, I guarantee you almost 100% when people use it, they're talking to their friends or saying you're a goofball or you're what right. like nobody. I, I mean, I, I know there are mean people out there, but nobody, when they say that word, are actually being derogatory to a person with a mentally handicapped. The people who are offended in this case almost always are, hey, I overheard you call Joey that word, and I, my cousin is you know, mentally challenged, and that offends me. Right. That's the, the typical yeah. offense. Right, thing. but what they're saying is they're, they're actually highlighting the disability and all that stuff and saying all this stuff, whereas I'm just talking to my friend and saying it just like anything. Now, once again, we, we have to be careful. We want to be sensitive to people. I would not want to. I'm not advocating to use and, 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 and it to hurt say somebody. It, yeah. I would never want that. I would. I wouldn't say that. I, in fact, I think I am probably more aware of things, and I think it's okay. I, not okay. I think it's a good thing to be aware of the context and could you hurt somebody and what could you say. I would say for sure when you give something so much power that that really does make get it allow it to be evil and and hate filled and yeah there's there's supercharge you know that movement supercharges stuff like that and, and i'm not i'm not pro r word or anything like i'm not <laughs> pro any of those things for sure i don't care is what i'm saying but i just it, it is weird and the people that right had no ill intent probably when they were saying that so it just make it like uh actually just calls people out even though they weren't trying to be bad it makes people feel terrible. Like, oh, I didn't even realize I was saying. I'm I mean, it's really fine, sorry. It's like, fine to, to, be, to be aware and to choose. No, I don't want to use totally. that word. That's all fine. But, you know, you're, yeah. you're bringing more gravity to it than, the, than you're making yeah, it. Right. My, my grandpa and grandparents, for sure, used the N-word. And I did When I was growing up, I was like, oh, I guess that's normal. I, don't, I didn't even understand. And then when I got, I remember being in second grade and I had a black teacher. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I started realizing this, this isn't right. You're not supposed to say that. Because that's actually hurtful, and then I started. And then I was able to realize on my own, even though growing up with my family, 
I didn't, I, I didn't even know because they, they would say it at least every once in a while. And I didn't have any clue. It was just, I thought, and I heard it everywhere. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just for my family. It was ever, I'd be in the grocery store or old people and the culture and the way they were and stuff like that. And I didn't yeah. think anything of it. And now that has changed. You don't hear that anymore. Or you don't, at least you don't hear it as much. And it, 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 people are understanding. So I do, you, obviously you need growth. And when you're using it for evil, of course, but I think just like I was saying with rappers, I think they were taking back the power and making it their own and going, Hey, screw you. You're not going to have a word that uh, holds us down or do this. So we'll, we'll change it and make it something even better. And so anyway, well, I mean, I don't know. any kid in our generation of growing up in childhood, we thought nothing about using the very, very unacceptable derogatory word for homosexuals, the F word. Right. Like as as kids, we just called each other that. You stupid and then said right. that word. Yeah. And we didn't think that, anything of it. I mean, we didn't think anything of it. I mean, it's just do you think that we maybe we did? I for sure uh remember using that word and not thinking anything of it. But now in retrospect, I wonder, was I actually saying, Oh man, you are you're not a man or you're weak or you're you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think there probably was some intent like that. That's the thing. I think there can be intent that is evil and negative and terrible, and you might not even be aware of it. So you should be, of course. I think all words are up for discussion, and hey, this does hurt me. But what I think Matt's point is that, that I resonate with is if you just start saying, hey, you can't say this because this person gets hurt. You can't say this. Can't. That's what I'm saying, the analogy of, well, what happens when it goes to your fingers or your hand or whatever, a cucumber? Don't say cucumber because somebody used it sexually. At some point, it, that's right. going to drive right. everybody so crazy that all words will be said, and it might be even worse. Sure. So you just got to be careful. Yeah, listen to this. I was watching an interview that Pete Holmes had with Schoolboy Q, who is a really good rapper, friends with Kendrick Lamar, and he asked him, and he's he's just being, you know, Pete Holmes. And he's just like, so tell me this. He's like, if I'm if I'm a white guy at your concert, everybody's yelling the lyrics, they get their hands in the air, and everything. He's just like everybody's singing along i'm singing along he's like when they come to the n-word do i just stop like can i not say that yeah. <laughs> everybody just died laughing but schoolboy q was like no man you just sing the lyrics that's what i'm that's saying right. Like, that's I right think, you can, you I can think do they that. realize because that that's goodwill that that right. isn't that's negative right. in right. that sense yeah so there's never a time and you can say the n-word i'd say that's an okay it's right. okay in that Matt, i went what happens in, in on sheet music when you come to a retard yeah that's right <laughs> can you not say it on sheet music, there is a retard, right? That's right. Slow down, Come on, buddy. man. Come on. As long as you say it with different syllables, it's okay. Emphasis on the syllables. All right. Hey, we've been talking a lot. Let's bring the guest on. Let's do it. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Well, I tell you what. Harry's Razors, they know how to do things up. They know how to do things right. Their customer service is flawless. You get, like, personal emails, seriously, from people saying, hey, just checking in. This I know. is from Harry's. It's just unbelievable. It really is kind of like one of those bright spots of the pro progression of society and how people are starting businesses that is outside the mainstream. And it's just unbelievable because here's the thing. You get the best razors in the whole wide world. You get the best customer service. And my, my gosh, why does Harry's even worry about looking good doing it? But they do. The razors look unbelievable. You can get different colors. Toby and I actually opened up a pack of Harry's stuff, and we were so excited that we took turns picking what was going to belong to him, what was going to belong to me. They had like a nice little bag for all the stuff. Yep. They had different color you know, handles and all that stuff. But personally, Joey Svensson's going to go on the record by saying I've never had a better shave. I agree, man. I, I mean, seriously, I used to have to take out loans to buy razors. It was so freaking expensive. Unless and, you want to buy the bag of cheap stuff. Oh, and that just rips my face and neck right. apart so harry's has been just so awesome I, I totally agree with you I, I love the shave it is so amazing i've used it forever these guys are super smart um they like they, they went over to germany found these blades they like this they like the blade so much that they bought the factory these things are high quality high performing german blades crafted by the shaving experts these people know what they're talking about and it shows in their product Right now, experience the clean, close, comfortable shave with Harry's. Go to harrys.com, and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in our coupon code BCPOD. That's B-C-P-O-D with your first purchase. That's Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com, and enter coupon code BCPOD and check out for $5 off and start shaving better today. 
So let's take a second and tell people about something I know they care about too. And this is a uh, this is a guest of ours, a friend of ours, Preston Sprinkle. The book that we talked about when he's on the show, when he's been on here before, is called A People to Be Loved: Why Homosexuality Is Not Just an Issue. And that book is out now. So maybe you missed when it came out, but it is in fact out right now. And uh, here's the thing about the book: it's interesting because it challenges both sides of the debate here. So it acknowledges that there's a debate, but it's not some uh, slam dunk slam of one side or the other. It examines it really well. It combines uh, radical empathy and compassion, but with solid biblical study. Preston just does a good job with with untangling the issue that a lot of people, honestly, are, are uh, kind of scared to, to talk about and to tackle, especially when you write stuff down and put it out for everybody. Uh, he does a really good job of it, and it's written in a way that you can understand it, so it's not too geeky or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, very conversational, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's really neat, too, because it it just it won't go that talk about homosexuality as an issue. It talks about people, people. Mm-hmm. and that's what's so good. I, I just That's what we need to do. We don't need to make it this big politi- politicized thing of this is an issue, and we have to make it. We're talking about real people here, and there are real gay Christians that want to live according to God's Word, and they are convinced that gay marriage isn't against God's plan. And we need people like Preston. That's why this book is so awesome. Making it about real people, giving real stories, ta- talking to people in a human way as opposed to, hey, you're just a, a, a something for a book. He, he's doing this for people. It's such a good read. you got to check it out right now. Head over to peopletobeloved.com where you can find the first chapter for free. Watch a video trailer and get some more information on this book. Again, peopletobeloved.com. Buy the book today. All right, so Big Logan back on the show. Logan. <laughs> Big Logan. His name is Big Low. We hadn't. Uh, what well, we were talking to you semi regularly, and then I think what we, what do we do? Get bored of him and just stop. Talking uh, to I would him? say you guys big time me. <laughs> you guys got big time. We went big oh, time. We have NFL football players on the show. We can't big time for our old one of our oldest friends, Logan. <laughs> Logan was number two it's episode. Like, what have you done for me lately, though? You know. Yeah. So Logan, we were emailing back and forth, man. You said you know exactly what you want to talk about. Let's hear it. So I've been listening for the most part, and I'm amazed at how much Toby gives you guys so much shit, yet Toby leaves himself wide open to get so (laughs) much shit, and you guys don't do it. Do you remember a few episodes ago when Toby was talking about how guys only have huff names for their dicks, and he said cock and dick? And Wiener. Uh-huh. And you guys didn't bust him on Wiener Wiener being a tough name. name, uh. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Hey, you ever heard of Anthony Wiener? That dude got so much tail. (laughs) Wiener is not a tough name. So wait, but you're saying Toby gives us both hard times, or is it just that we give Joey a hard time, though? I would say he doesn't really let you off the hook too often either, Matt. I guess that means Toby's smarter. No, he's top dog. You don't want to mess with the top dog. You can't. You don't want to. It's not worth it. I will say another example that I found hilarious that I cannot believe you guys didn't bust him on was when he was, I think some, some one of his news stories where he was saying someone's Twitter handle, the guy's name was clearly Jacob something and he pronounced it Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys not catch that? (laughs) They thought the same thing. Jacob. If, if 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 our daughter would have been born a son, I was going to name him Jacob. So I don't know. <laughs> no, I think there's. A, I mean, technically, for for my money, the way I look at it is, I don't think giving people a hard time is the necessarily the best thing to do. I don't think rolling. I'd like to. Toby actually works well with me. I like to encourage and roll with Toby. Joey, I have a harder time with, and I'm often left with no choice. <laughs> but to give Joey a hard time. But I, my preference yeah. is not to give anybody a hard time, only when my back's against the wall and something absolutely insane is happening three inches from me, then do I have to give somebody a hard time. If I can give them the benefit of the doubt and we can move forward, I, that's what I prefer to do. See, giving people a hard time <laughs> is is just ideal, I think, for the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's no fun without giving people a hard time, I think. But well, Absolutely. I think, I think Joey, you're, you're, you give us a hard time by just being – doing joey like you know you're you're doing stuff to like a weird transition or laughing super hard or telling a not funny joke and dying laughing 
just being myself. But that that's you right. messing with us. That's you attacking us. That is a, that <laughs> is giving us. me a hard time. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I love Goofy Joey. Oh, yeah, I do too. Just blast those blast those meds. Just keep doing <laughs> yeah. it because it is over medicated Joey. Hey, you like to? Yeah. Did Did you hear that Aaron Lunsford actually like it was a serious tone with Matt said, "Hey, seriously, I think Joey must have been high on." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, did I say that on the show? I was going to yeah, tell you, you that. Yeah, I, I mean, he th- he's legitimately like, "What? What is is Joey seriously like high?" And he wasn't thinking on your prescription meds. He's like, "Did he start actually doing real drugs or something?" <laughs> I love it. Seems like the opposite of depression to me. It's right, just, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for example, if you smoke pot, it does something to you. That might still kind of be you, but you're affected. Like Joey's happy. Is that real happy? Joey I'm, happy, or is I that am, like a, oh, a added to his? Too. Like, is that thing added to Joey's In altered state? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I very well. High? I very well could be wrong, but I truly believe that I am a very trippy, happy-go-lucky. <laughs> the world is a positive place because I de- when Except I'm acting ninety percent of the time when I'm acting that way, it's not like I feel physically. Oh, I just feel so good. I'm just super happy and yeah, jazz. Same way and okay. say, hey, when I smoke pot, I can't stop laughing. Or when I'm depressed, I have to think negatively. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, I've been on painkillers before, and that feels really good. These times that we're talking about, I don't. Okay, but if there can be a physically. natural chemical in your brain, not enough dopamine floating around loose in your system, right. then there can also be too much dopamine that's not sure. your normal sure. state like I said, either I'm in your system, wrong. in which case we get gooberhead mega goofathon, Joey. Right. Logan, you should see him at work. It's unbelievable. <laughs> when, when like the medicine's really kicking in, seriously, I'm just trying to get my job done. He comes over, knocks my hat off, goes, hey, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our ad man. He's just laughing. He'll yell from his office. Toby, Toby, you hear me? Do you hear me? <laughs> I'm just like, it's unbelievable. Like, I, I mean, it's seriously like a middle school bully that's so happy. <laughs> happy middle school bully. Happy middle school. He bullies you with happiness. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's exactly my sense of humor, though. So, Logan, when's the last time you masturbated? Uh, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, since Logan is is the type of dude that will always be honest, let's just think of let's think of questions that we'd really want him to be honest with. All right, I'll back you up. Go ahead. All right. Uh, when's when's the last time that you have fantasized about someone that is definitely illegal for you to fantasize about? Good lord, <laughs> Joey, don't answer that. I don't <laughs> know what what you like. Do you mean an what, underage girl? What else could it be? What, I mean, what what are the illegal possibilities of fant? What fantasies are illegal? And I, I'll to answer that, I'll say high school when he was in high school. That was when you were in high school. Yeah, young girls, like even twenty one year old girls, look way too young. These when's days. the last time you've stolen? And no, what was no, it? when's the last time you've killed? Have you killed oh, recently? Kill. I killed the hell out of a spider that I found in the shower the other day. Nice, nice. Logan, did you ever uh, take any brain meds or anything like that? Did you ever suffer from any anxiety, stress? Like No. Even it's ADD? No. Nothing. You've always just been big low. I've always been big low. However, when I was in fifth grade, my teacher recommended I see a psychologist. Uh, then in eighth grade, my teacher also recommended I see <laughs> a psychologist. Uh, just because I was disruptive. <laughs> rude mean she thought you actually had a problem rude mean well i mean i don't know if you knew this but i'm quite intelligent right <laughs> and school was boring and so my theory was if i have to be at school i'll make it fun right for everybody well f- just for me <laughs> and the students maybe not the teachers yeah not the teachers <laughs> right the teachers didn't like that so you no. went, did, did your parents send you? Uh, the, they did in fifth grade, but it didn't matter. Like my parents felt guilty. So after every session, they would take me to, there was an ice cream parlor just on the next block. So I'd go get ice cream afterwards because it was just so stupid. They felt guilty about have, making you go to a psychologist. Yeah. That's really Like did the, did the psychologist say, why do you disrupt class? Like, what, what, I mean, it's weird thinking about a kid in fifth grade having to go to a psychologist. I mean, I don't remember really what he was talking about. But I just remember thinking it was so stupid. And so definitely not on the same level, but I kind of goodwill hunting the psychologist. I just say bullshit just because, <laughs> once again, I had to be there. So right. I might as well enjoy but, it. But did it end the same way where you hugged and cried with him for a really long time and broke down? No, I think 
I think there was like three sessions before my parents realized this is stupid. I think it's interesting that you noticed at that age your parents' uh, obvious guilt that you were aware of that part. <laughs> uh, well, they also were pretty open with it. All right, Logan, let me ask you a question, and uh, we, we, we're not going to take up too much of your time, but if you fell in love with a Christian girl and she said, uh, look, I will continually... I'm willing to continually be serious about this relationship, but I just want you to have an open mind uh, to my Lord and Savior, Jesus. And remember, you are in love with this girl. Would you just lie to her and say, okay, I'll do that, but really not? Or would you genuinely say, okay, I will, and do it for real? Or would you just say, no, it's not worth it? Well, actually, I I did uh, about maybe, I guess probably about a year ago, I started dating a girl who was Christian, and I actually did end up going to a few services with her. Wow. But, you know, I just don't believe it. Right. Is that why y'all broke up? Um, I think it was kind of mutual, but we both just kind of lost interest. Well, do you feel better that now you're going to be annihilated instead of burning hell forever and ever? Well, as you remember, I believe that once you die, the lights go out. There's no such thing as an afterlife. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I don't I don't feel better or worse. Did you tell the girl you were dating that was Christian? You're like, you know, I know the bad Christian guys. Uh, well, I was <laughs> going to take her to the to the uh, podcast you guys did in Portland, but that's when we, around the time we stopped hanging out. Axed it. Logan, you don't believe in God or you think it's just this, just it, we die. Do you believe in anything else? Like, have you ever believed in ghosts or aliens or any anything like that? Anything spooky or spiritual? Uh, there, well, there were a few times I think I let my imagination run wild as far as ghosts. I remember I moved into this place with a few of my friends. They moved in before me, and they mentioned that there was a ghost. And my best friend actually helped me move, and so we spent the night. But we got so scared about it that we ended up having to kind of, like, cuddle each other. What? Because my, my bed wasn't <laughs> set up, and so... We both slept in the living room, and we we were on couches. But yeah, my my roommates got us too riled up about it, so we both ended up on the floor just with cushions, just so we could be closer to each other. That's, you're a lot safer that way, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And you were naked though. Yeah, naked and um, wine. No, I wasn't. I was going to say something that was probably a little too inappropriate. Oh, we we can bleep it, my friend. In your in your old age, you've become so kind. So, should we announce this coming soon to Bad Christian Publishing, uh, the book Boners and Stuff by Logan Kale? <laughs> I would love to see a proposal. I would love that. Followed by a documentary. I'm really like this. The Logan Kale story. <laughs> what boners and stuff? What, what else is uh, boners and stuff got in it? What's the content there? Everything. Boners and stuff. Just yeah, boners just and stuff. boners and stuff. Man. Is, is it picture book like sketch drawings? Maybe. I'm glad that to- I'm glad that Joey is so entertained by this that he's checking his phone. He I have to has, set up our next schedule. Now he has obsessive compulsive disorder. Nope. He ty- tends to type things and check things during the podcast. We have a and- two o'clock, and I had to text them because he can't Skype in. But I did want to ask you this: what? <laughs> What? Uh, this is just Joey and Logan time because these guys don't care. What? What are two or three albums that are must hears for for me? Because I I've gotten some good recommendation. Uh, Angel Olsen, I got that oh, yeah, from you. Great. What's the uh, your number one album of last year? I picked up because you recommended yeah, that was it. What's his name? Emery's. You were never alone. <laughs> yeah. No, um, last, last year, what was your favorite album? I picked it up. I forgot what it's called. I think it was... Future Islands is another one I picked up. Oh, Future Islands is awesome. That's good. It's it's um, a it's a solo artist. He kind of oh, has Sam a, Smith. a grunge sound to him. I forgot his name. I don't and, know what you're talking about. I'll look it up while you tell me. What I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to check my, my stuff. What are your three recommendations now? There's a band called Dilly Dally that basically sounds like 90s grunge. Uh, this chick has... It's a female-fronted group, and she has a snarl that just blows Courtney Loves out of the nice. water. Wow. Dilly-dally. Uh, there's an indie band from Austin called The Zoltars that I, is pr- so far probably my favorite album. Well, I guess so. it's pretty much the end of the year. That's probably my favorite album gotcha. of the year. I was talking about Ty Seagal. That's who I was thinking. Oh, yeah. I love him. Love him. Well, Logan, we love you, man. That's That's the most important thing that I want our listeners to hear out of this is that we are Christians. And we love you, even though you're yeah, a scumbag atheist. Of, regardless of what you do, you can always come back. Right. Regardless of how you are in your daily life. And I a, don't. A heathen. And I don't a understand. Hedonist, yeah. And I don't hurt understand. people with your words. 
You're always welcome here. And I don't understand why you don't go around on shooting sprees and stuff because there's no afterlife. Why don't you just do horrible things to people? Like just go around, have sex with anybody you want, kill people. Check, check, check. (laughs) (laughs) I have a conscience. You you don't have to. I think that's what Christians get wrong. Like just because somebody doesn't believe in God, it doesn't mean that somebody is going to go around doing horrible things. I would say that the atheists I know are generally more moral than Christians. Yeah, Here's try to tell I'm going to use your Baker. own words against you, atheist. Conscience? How do you spell it? Conscience? Con science. <laughs> now, you tell me, is that not the Lord revealing something there? Science <laughs> is a con, my friend. Are you a believer? Maybe you should be. Well, you sold me. With your tattoos and your manly beard and your, you know, very handsome face. Logan Kale, everybody, you, you can't see the dead bodies in the background, but we do, but we forgive you. Uh, thanks for joining us, Logan. Pre-orders, new book, boners and stuff. Boners and stuff. Yeah, boner, BC pre-orders starts um, tomorrow. BC words too, yeah. Are you filming the documentary yet or not? Uh, like, I'm being filmed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really am this way. Okay. All right, we're going to run on, Logan. That's right. it for today. Enjoy All Portland. Right. Good to see you guys. Right, talk see to you, buddy. Be blessed. Right. Be blessed. Bye-bye. All right. Man, I enjoyed that interview, guys. Why are you laughing so much? We should do a fake ad one time. Like, like stuff really slapstick. Like, have you ever wondered whether the size of your penis was (laughs) big enough? Go to virgilsvensonchecker.com and (laughs) send send him a picture. It was how much money you think your dad could make by just doing a mm-hmm. quick like three second video chat with dudes People. and their penises <laughs> to a firm. All, all Virgil has to do is go, yep, yep, oh, oh, <laughs> yep. Virgil Spencer penis. Oh, <laughs> it's Virgil Spencer penis affirmations dot com. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Aw- your dad could make so much money. I don't know. I guess apparently he's in the know about adult penis size that's amazing <laughs> it's, it's just has it, your dad heard that episode no Obviously, he no. has no idea we talked about i that. mean you would never no, that's not no, that's not on him why is he going to be embarrassed i'm the dude that how old were you when you showed your dad your wiener i mean i had to have been 24 oh, <laughs> it's still shocking to me. It's, still, it's just so shocking to me for sure guys i think it's that time of year of the month <laughs> for you it's that time of year where uh, you know things are winding down, you uh, you just need a little bit of cheer. In your oh, life. that's and there's cool, one thing man. that I want to give people: Christmas carols. For this, nope. This Christmas, I want to give everybody Pre- a present. Nope. The truth. In a world, in a world, he's got the whole world. Where it at 68 hands. years old, Virgil Spitson has a startup <laughs> about penis affirmation. <laughs> he needs to do a Kickstarter. <laughs> and I told him we're on this the damn news. Hey, is there is there any way that my dad could do that without people thinking he's a creeper that just wants to see penis? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely I guess you're right. Not. Now the the truth is, I mean, how many guys do you think would do that? Oh, I guess they, don't, they they wouldn't really care about your dad's opinion. No, I I bet there like might if be your something. dad told me, hey, nice wiener, I would. I'd be like, hey, cool, Virgil. <laughs> no, thanks, Virgil. <laughs> no, I bet if there was, if you put a real guru therapeutic edge on it, that was just like, yeah. you know what I mean? If you really right. presented it right, well, you there just is feel affirmed thing. like a therapist makes you feel, you know? There is such thing as micro penises. I surely do not have one, but for the ones that do, they're like, man, there's something wrong here. I need to go to the doctor and I'm embarrassed face to face where I can send a picture to a service. That will then respond and say, I'm <laughs> very sorry to inform you, you have a micro penis. Or, or you could use a ruler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry for anybody listening that might be going through that. Pastor Joey just demolished you. I didn't demolish you. I, I'm, hey, this service is going to be out too. Just like Matt's divorce insurance, I guarantee you this service is coming. Penis affirmation, PA. My first news comes from Yahoo, and I thought, Matt, this is kind of interesting. We might even use this technology. Don't I think, you think that's I a think joke of popular. a source? Uh, yeah, I, I don't like it's Yahoo. It's a joke of Yahoo a source. Yahoo is junk news, I say, but that's okay. Toby Redeem. Okay, well, let Toby, re- to read Toby a chance I mean, to You're going to love it. I think you're going to change your tune, but <laughs> I mean, apparently y'all dictate the news. <laughs> Dave oh, Chapp- you just got a little sensitive. I'm sorry. Dave Chappelle has found a way to stop people from filming his stand-up shows. Uh, oh, well, well. 
We're going to use this with bad Christians. Well, well, well. <laughs> the rise of smartphones has had a profound impact on the comedy scene. Comedians who might never have made a name for themselves a decade ago now have a chance to go viral if a clip uh, of their material makes its way onto YouTube. Someone shares the clip. With a few of the friends, the clip winds up on a popular blog. On the other hand, for established comedians, smartphones can be a double-edged sword, which is why Dave Chappelle turned his latest stand-up shows into a no-phone zone. Because oh. obviously, if you film it, it gets on there, and nobody, mm-hmm. you know, people might not pay for your your set. Oh, that's <laughs> good rationale. You might be wondering exactly how Chappelle plans to keep people off their phones when they come to see his sold-out shows in Chicago. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Chappelle entered into an agreement with San Francisco-based startup Yonder in order to provide audience members with smartphone-locking pouches for use during the show. The way it works is when an attendee enters the venue, a staff member will hand them a Yonder pouch. They're available in three sizes, and they will be instructed to put their phone in the pouch and fasten it. Once they enter the no-phone zone, the pouch will lock shut, and they'll need to leave the area if they want to remove their phone from the pouch. In other, in other words, if you need to check a text message or take an important phone call, Head to the lobby and the pouch will unlock. Yeah. So it has a gate like a metal detector that you walk right. through that locks it or unlocks it. So you can't, you get to keep your phone. You don't have to turn right. it in at the concierge or exactly. something, which would have been, you know, nobody would be comfortable with that. Right. You get to possess the phone and you're locked out of it. They make sure that you it's locked before you go in. And the reason right. that the comedians do that, comedians complain about that a lot with the YouTube because people can film you all the time. You can't stop it. And comedians, you know, they work out their material a lot of times. Like they will improvise or try a new joke on a small crowd. So some comedian that's really, really great that likes to really refine their craft before they do it on TV or before people really hear it, they work in these real small rooms. And they can have a joke doing the first few times is going to be like their big killer. You know, imagine Jim Gaffigan working out his hot pot. Hot oh, pocket. I'm imagining dip. that now. You know, before before he had it all right. worked out, and he was just right. telling a few little jokes about hot pockets not too well. Well, if that could be on the internet, people like Jim Gaffigan, and they're going to go check that and find it, and go that hot pot hot pocket thing wasn't very funny. I mean, it was a bomb, so he doesn't get to work it out because of people doing that. So I think they yeah. obviously, if that works out good, they'd be great to do for lot for lots of stuff. I'm sure just for even restaurants could could enact that same thing. A, a restaurant. Those are good. Thing. Those are good thoughts, Matt Toby. Um, I was wondering. The weather outside is frightful. Mm-hmm. We don't have any place to go. Mm-hmm. Toby, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. How much medicine you want? How much? Why does he get to be on his computer like that during the podcast? Toby's nuts roasting. What on are you? An open what are you looking fire? at on your computer? Why does he I'm get to be on Christmas his? Song. Why no, no, no. are you what on are your you laptop reading and what, clicking while we're trying to talk and communicate? We're, doing, with we're working hard. Matt and I are working hard. I'm doing the news. Right. Why are you on your computer clicking and typing? It's one of the most famous things in the world. What are you doing on your computer? Toby's nuts roasting on an open fire. I'm looking up Christmas. I have a Christmas song list, and I've got the BC Club names ready. Oh, how you like me now? Jack Frost nipping at your nose. And that's a lot of Jack Frost because Toby's got a gigantic nose. Going with your news story. Oh, oh, are you not talented enough to to hit get some punches? You got some punches. You can't keep going. Mute button, Toby. He's scared of that because he knows I'll do it. Look at his I, face. Do it. Suspected burglar. We'll this also, find it hard to sleep. This also tonight. comes from... There you go. <laughs> Continue. This also comes from Yahoo. Suspected burglar killed by alligator while hiding from police in pond. Oh, no way. Yeah, I know. A suspected burglar has been killed by an alligator. Uh, the body of Matthew Riggins, who was 22, was found in water. And there they know that sand. Quit it. Come on. on I turned Get your gross. Quit it. Fat face away from my <laughs> microphone. He turned on Great. your flashlight, too. I know. It's unbelievable. Please stop taking your depression medicine. Our podcast used to rule. It was so awesome. You're taking this medicine. It, whatever it is, you should be. In every mother's child. I'm going to turn it down. And I'm going to get my ass back up and put my... No, there's no reason that his mic shouldn't be muted right now. I'm just going to get up, Matt, and I'm going to go to Toby's microphone. Police said Riggins was attacked by an 11-foot long alligator while he was hiding out after a series of planned break-ins. Before he was reported missing, Riggins called his girlfriend to tell her he would be in the area breaking into homes. Two men dressed in black lurking behind homes were spotted by residents, this, uh, leading to a police search Ooh. of the area and dog units. The search was called off, but Riggins was reported missing by his family the next Ooh. day. 
They believe he was trying to hide somewhere to get away. Mm-hmm. He ended up in a pond hiding from the police, oh. and then an alligator ate him. <laughs> so, Pastor Joy, you're laughing at somebody dying. What's the deal with that? I no, am... no, Pastor Joy, are you laughing at somebody dying? Oh no, I was. I'm listening to a podcast. What did you say? <laughs> Your headphones are through the system. So, what did you say? How are you listening to the podcast? I'm listening to Pastor with no answers. So you're the one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> All right. You have anything to say about somebody dying from an animal? That person, I mean, that could easily be somebody in your congregation. Today, you were telling me, hey, man, sermons, they need to be down sometimes because people are in pain. People die and all that stuff, but you don't even care that people die from alligators. Do you? Up on the housetop. Do you click, care click, that people click, are dying? Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. Ho, ho, ho. That's Toby's mom. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Say it again. If my mom knew what a podcast was and, and could somehow figure out how to get Wi-Fi or internet at her house and heard that, <laughs> she would probably laugh. All right, it's Mike. I'm not here. done. The hell are you doing? One of the best podcasts. What in the hell are you doing? Was when Toby said, <laughs> you talking about? That was great. Matt, do you remember that? Yep. Matt, do you remember that? Matt, where is Joey taking us? I, mean, I don't know. Like, seriously. Like, he has no plan. There is no, no. plan to this. I know. My plan is he's, to... He's making jokes. I mean... He's succeeding what? at the one thing he's trying to do, which is harm us and our listeners. He's succeeding. So, remember, I think he does have a plan. Remember when it's Toby distract. said something on the podcast? Yeah. You remember that, man? It's distract, detract, screw it up. Destroy. And ruin things. So, he is actually successful. No, hey, I'm trying to add spice to this news uh, segment because sometimes it lacks spice. Well, Joey, all the D's affect you. Depression, destroy, destruction. Detract, distract, death. <laughs> all right, here comes my last one. And uh, I don't know if somebody sent me this or not. I can't remember, but it's on Huffington Post. If you sent it hey, to me, thanks I'm for sorry. coming prepared. A uh, man caught trying to have sex with camper van. A naked man was busted trying to have sex with the tow bar of a camper van. <laughs> the tow bar, the square tow bar thing. Yeah, Joey, what is a tow bar? Tow bar is the part of the van where the <laughs> extension connects to the <laughs> exhaust pipe. There's a valve in the back where the exhaust is having to connect to the pistons, and the pistons are actually pumping hot air. It, right. it has to come out of the yep. exhaust, but you need something to connect the exhaust to that. So area. what does the tow bar do? The tow bar keeps the bar in the tow area of the pistons. Okay. But, uh, thank you for so explaining have, that. J- that. Wait, hang good. on, hang on. Joey, how do you spell tow bar? Uh, tow bar is T-O-W-B-A-R. Sometimes people use it as a <laughs> compound word. Other times people do it as two words. But uh, generally, you'll see it as two words. Uh, so I think it's one of those words that can go both ways. I used to People used to call me that when I would go to the bar. Tow bar? Tow bar. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to lower himself onto the metal tow ball of the vehicle on a busy, well-lit street in Cornwall, southwest England at 1.30 a.m. How is your diet going? Jackie Walker said her 15-year-old granddaughter was staying at her home in the seaside resort of Nequa when she spotted the man from her bedroom window. Oh, man, that's her own bedroom. She came in my room crying because she had heard a noise and said a man came running out into the street with something on his jumper. When we got to the upstairs window, he was totally naked, trying to sit on the tow bar of a camper van. It was disgusting. She's 15. Seriously, totally naked. The retired grandma of five police of five called police. Officers found the man nearby. He received a formal warning as it was his first offense. Oh, so wow. So it was an official, official warning. That's what you mean when you say formal. It's an official one. It wasn't informal. It was formal. So probably there was some. Okay. All right. So there's probably some documentation, and I would assume that the officer uh, kept some of the documentation and probably gave a copy to the uh, streaker. And so it was an official warning, and so now it's in the record. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to say something here. I think that the grandma and the daughter are just terrible, messed up people. Like, he he loves the tow bar, and you should be able to love whatever you want. Why Why right. can't you have sex with a tow bar? Who, who is the grandma and this girl to tell him he can't have sex? Who are they to judge? Well, they might have a point in public. Maybe he should have made love to it in private. But in public, I mean, but if he loves that tow bar, what else would you do with it <laughs> but make love to it? 
You're sick. Why is that? No, you're sick. No, you are so you're, sick. Oh, so you're saying people can't love who they want to love? Is that what you're saying, Pastor Joey? Well, look. So I mean, tell me this. It's kind of a sick. Why do you only call me pastor on the podcast? It's a you know, it, it's a effective device to help point out how shitty you are when he uses pastors to show a, a contrast. There, it's effective. But Toby, the problem with this is uh, honestly, with your what you're saying is. I, I do think that's a problem to allow that kind of stuff because it's a slippery slope. So he may be fooling around with a tow bar now, but next thing you know, right. they'll they'll want to be they'll want to get hitched. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm looking at some tow bar porn right now, and it's to it's, the BC I, Club it, names it, or something. It's picking up some steam. So, you guys, I'm sorry y'all are gonna follow some tow bar porn, but here you go. The BC Club. Tow bar porn is the thing that honestly has ruined my life the most. (laughs) For me, it's... It was the hardest thing to quit. For me, it's hearing Christians that are on podcasts where there's cussing. That destroyed me. All right, so badchristian.com slash contribute. You guys went there, and we're thanking you for it on this Christmas holiday season, and that's Mike Vero, Vero. That's Trevor J. Turk, Brandon R. Stith, Eric L. Jones, Mariah Sanders, Benjamin Urquhart, Brian Lynch Jr., Brian Hebert, Tavish Carey, Ole, Andre, Sunset, Tuala, Adam Longa, and Charlie Sandberg. And Adam, I'm sorry if your name isn't Longa, but it could be Langa, Langa, Lang. I just don't know. But we love you, Adam, and we hope Eve's doing okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no saving this podcast. No, it's, it's, I was gonna, I was gonna say some names, but it doesn't get us out of here. No, I say that's where we stop. The awkward silence. That's perfect. Okay, we're done. Okay, that's that. Well, that's, good work. I'm also done in my life. <laughs> I'm the, done as well. You're right. right. You're right, you, right about that, Joey. We're done. <laughs> I mean. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.